Glory, thank you, Jesus. We worship you, Heavenly Father. Amen. In the river, through our spirit life, in blood covenant to God the Father's throne, the Lamb's throne, and the river of life, full release through all brain matter on earth, washed crystal clear and sparkling with new life. There's a new life coming forth for all creation. It's all brain matter washed in the river. That's why it's crystal clear and sparkling, and people are against brainwash. But how many of y'all know you got to be washed in the water of the Word? And when you go up into a high and lofty place in the Song of Moses, they'll be singing it, Revelation 15, and it washes everyone with the Word. There's the time of sovereignty coming from the overcomers who have the overcomers' gifts of Revelation 2 and 3. And it's sovereignty. When you have an iron, an iron scepter and a morning star, it's sovereignty. When you have a white throne judgment seat of Christ, it's sovereignty. And the only one that opposes you are the lying hypocrites that haven't sacrificed anything of their own spirit to walk in it. And that's the only people used of Satan to attack you every day as you climb Calvary and die to self and live to Christ. As you climb Mount Zion, the mountain of glory called Golgotha, to die to your soul, to live to the mind of Christ called the river of life. The only people that oppose you are those not willing to sacrifice themselves because your sacrifice exposes them to be hypocrites. It's been like that for thousands of years. I mean, that's why Cain murdered Abel. That's Cain. Cain murdered his brother because Abel's sacrifice was from the spirit, from his heart, and Cain's was soulish, unacceptable. And it shows that nobody can serve God in the flesh, in the soul. You can only serve God in the spirit. Amen in fruitfulness, in the fruits of your lips, in the sacrifice of the lambs of your lips, was speaking life to a dead humanity. God was speaking to me today about this verse from Luke chapter 8 and how the woman of Revelation, only the woman is mentioned. Why? Because all flesh is woman's flesh. Didn't you know that? Hello, you're born of woman, now you got to be born again? It's like, you know, I'm taking crazy pills here or something. They think this revelation is so far out, but clearly, all flesh is woman flesh. Truth anyhow, so you have to be born of the Spirit to be of God, otherwise you're still in Eve, which is woman's flesh, or the flesh, or the blood of the curse of the fall. To be in Eve and to be in Adam is to be in the flesh. And it really is not so much about Adam as it is Eve, according to the book of the Revelation of Jesus Christ, according to the Gospel of John. It really is. There's a deeper understanding of understanding the curse of the fall that we need to have to mature in the Spirit so that we're less carnal and more spiritual. Because you can only serve the Father's glory if the seven demons of the seven principalities of this world have been cast out of your spirit by the Lord Jesus Christ. That's not just for Mary Magdalene. That's for 
every single person that approaches God the Father's glory. There's no apostle or prophet that has served in the glory that hasn't had the seven demons of the seven mountains cast out of them. Amen. Anyone that's real knows that. And everyone that's fake doesn't know that and fights that because they have those seven demons still in their spirit of the seven principalities of the whore of Babylon of flesh in this world. One of the main principalities that you war against every day is Cain. And why I'm emphasizing it is because it's been brought to my attention. It's been manifesting. We'll be talking about the mark of Cain, and we'll be talking about the mark of the beast. We'll be talking about revelation from the scriptures every day, nonstop, for years and years and years, because that's all we do. It's called ministry. And then when they start manifesting, that's when you know the, when God's dealing with that thing. And the, the apostle's job of the word is to attack that thing that the Father has manifesting. Didn't you know that? Every word in the New Testament is to attack the words of Satan and his angels written on the tablets of human spirits, human hearts. That's what the Bible is. It's to rewrite what's written on your spirit. Hello? Yes, and it's all love, and it's fervent, fiery love. This ain't just nice pat you on your back, be a good carnal Christian, false Christianity, horror Babylon Christianity. This is the real deal that shakes mountains, that casts mountains into the sea of sapphire, of the spirit of prophecy, which is the prophetic word that drives demons out of your spirit. The prophetic word alone must be written on your spirit. The living word is the prophetic word. And if it's not prophetic, it's not the living word. It's not Jesus. It's Satan, solitarsis, brain activity, false Christianity, 100% of the time. Most of us have a mixture of both. And it's time to remove the mixture from our spirit, from our heart, so that only God's living word is written on our heart. You are so much better off right now taking the hit and getting delivered and being refined. How many times the Bible says? Seven times into pure gold by the seven demons cast out of your spirit. So only seven demons? Listen, you need to understand the Bible. You need to understand God. You need to get some experience. Seven means perfection. Some of these people have manifest streams of demons. It's never-ending demonic manifestations. When you're involved in lust, you'll manifest lust demons every day of your life for 72 years, die and go to hell. If you're involved in religion, you'll manifest religious demons 72 years of your life every day and die and go to hell. It's never-ending demonic manifestations out of the streams of the dragon's mouth, according to the book of the Revelation of Jesus Christ. It's not just seven. It's seven mountains of demons. It's the whole kingdom of death and the kingdom of hell. And you need to understand that. And the only way that you stop manifesting demons is when you start manifesting the river of life by birthing Christ the Messiah from your own innermost being and flooding through your personality and get your brain renewed, crystal clear and sparkling so you can serve God in truth, in light, with nothing hidden in your heart. No, sto no stones unturned. No hypocrisy. You think that'd be basic, elementary level Christianity, that yeah, I gotta serve Him in spirit. Out of my innermost being, I need the rivers. 
but you'd be surprised how few Christian leaders serve God from the solid rock of Christ in them. How few? I believe it's more like 1 in 10,000, but in understanding of Elijah versus the prophets of Baal and the prophets of Asherah and the prophets of Jezebel, it's like 850 Christian leaders to one that serves Christ in spirit versus serving Christ in flesh called the human brain. Serving Christ in the brain is diabolical. That's what the Antichrist is. That's what it means to be ant the flesh, to serve Christ in the flesh, to serve Christ in your own human reasoning, is the Antichrist. Because you'll always have your own demonic dry place interpretation. You know what? The Bible says they'll even have lying signs and wonders. Why are they lying signs and wonders? Because they point you to the brain instead of pointing you to the river. Oh my God. They'll be building buildings made by human hands. They'll be serving in tabernacles of Molech under the star Remphon with all the fallen angels over their heads in Babylon the Great, raising millions of dollars for new buildings made by human hands. And they have all the money in the world. The whore of Babylon has all the money in the world. All their soulish needs constantly met if you just sell out and serve inside institutionalized religion and become a prostitute of Babylon with them. Amen? And that's exactly how it is. But the people that overcome the prostitute of Babylon and don't settle for serving the brain, but serve Christ in the river out of their belly and birth Christ to have no cap, no head covering except the Father. You shall have no Father and He is God, it is written. Those are the ones that will be highly rewarded during the kingdom age. And the ones that had it easy in institutionalized religion, because it's its own little cult. To serve in buildings made by human hands is cult. That's what it says in Acts chapter 7 verse 48. God has never dwelt in any building made by flesh and blood. To serve in buildings made by human hands is cult. That's what Satan tempted Peter, James, and John with on the mountain of transfiguration. That was Satan. That's the principality of the seven mountains of the prostitute of Babylon. You need to understand that. When you start serving God in the glory of God, there can be no shelters. You're going to have to walk by faith, walk on water. You're going to have to become a real Christian and believe the Bible and have it written on your spirit. You're going to need to be fed by ravens. You might have to live off of wild honey and locusts. Amen. You'll be, and nothing will be guaranteed because most people serve the devil because the devil's predictable. The devil will help you manage things in your brain and you'll never have to walk by faith one day in your life. You'll have a 501, you'll have a 401k, you have a retirement package, you have your health insurance, it'll all be taken care of, your kids will be born in hospitals, you won't have to worry about anything, and you can just live a complacent life with no faith whatsoever in the USA. And that's exactly how it is. Oh, so what are you saying? That we just get sick? I'm saying that you obey the Bible and obey the Spirit and come out of her, my people. And stop watering down Christianity and serving the fallen angels and then covering it up and pretending like you're serving God when you're actually serving Satan because you're a bunch of cowards. That's the truth. Cowards outside the city gates don't have the knowledge of the glory. Wonder why they're not drunk because they haven't sacrificed anything to serve Christ in the river of life and they're idolatrous, and they're immoral. Amen.
And the only one that's not is Christ in us. And guess what? When people constantly serve Christ by dying daily and bringing the daily sacrifice of our souls to the altar of fire that burns in the third heaven in our bellies, they become bold and righteous. And they begin confronting these principalities that are within God's own holy people. So we can have a spotless bride. How do you think the bride gets spotless? by the champions of grace that confront every lie that's written on your spirit life and burn it up with unquenchable fire of the word of his love. It's the word of grace, the sword of the spirit. The word of grace is the sword of the spirit. The only doom and gloom is for the demons you haven't overcome in your own spirit. And we're so fearful of them that they might, you know, kill us... I've noticed this, that most Christians are scared to face their own demons. What? Why would you be scared of your own demons? Why are you scared of your fears? They fear fear. Why are you fearful? Jesus Christ has overcome the world. You clearly do not know Christ if you are in fear in any area of your spirit. When you know Christ, Intimacy and new wine intoxicates you, and my righteous one is as bold as, as a lion. Everything Satan tempts you with is to get you into bondage in the natural dimension so you don't walk by faith, that you don't walk in the spirit, so you don't develop your spirit. He wants your birthright. You have the birthright of the firstborn, Jesus Christ. Everyone born again of the Holy Spirit has the birthright of the firstborn, but he's deceived. Almost every single Christian that's ever walked the earth by having them not develop their spirit into full spiritual stature. And they forfeit their birthright. They forfeit the mark of the high calling. They forfeit the universe. And you can name it and claim it and blame it and frame it when it doesn't happen because you haven't sacrificed your own spirit to serve God the Father in the glory realm. The Word only works in the glory. And the glory will always cost you your dignity and your respectability. If you are still respected and dignified in the eyes of people, you have not paid any price to serve Jesus Christ. The glory costs you everything of your human nature. And they will tear at you every day as you climb Golgotha and die to the natural man. Die to the flesh. Die to the prostitute of Babylon. Die to the seven demons of this world, the seven mountains of animal flesh. The seven mountain mandate is the seven mountains that need to be cast out of your spirit. It's having the world in your spirit. Where's that written, brother? I'm glad you asked. Luke 8, verse 2, And also a number of women who had been healed of many illnesses under his ministry and set free from demonic power. Jesus had cast out seven demons from one woman. Her name was Mary Magdalene, for she was from the village of Magdala. Amen. When people want to say, well, Mary Magdalene must have been a real prostitute. Seven demons. Well, listen, I'm around people who manifest demons continuously. What it means in biblical symbolism is casting the entire world out of your spirit. Mary Magdalene represents humanity, the woman. She's the first at the tomb in His resurrection. It represents anyone who's paid the price to get rid of all their dead things in their spirit, all worldliness, all respectability, all dignity, all idolatry, all immorality. And you know, one of the biggest 
family idolatry is one of the main ones that causes you to become nothing in the kingdom of heaven forever because your spouse is not willing to sacrifice anything and is full of idolatry. Remember Lot's wife. Lot's wife, most of you have a Lot's wife and don't point fingers, get delivered, pay the price, don't serve man, don't serve woman, serve God. You cannot serve your spouse more highly than God. You will destroy 100% your destiny and God's plan for your life. You can carry and sanctify your unbelieving spouse as you keep going deeper in the river of life. Nearly every marriage there's ever been in Christianity for the last 2,000 years has been unequally yoked. One doesn't want to go deeper, the other wants to go deeper. I mean, I don't know a marriage in, on planet Earth where it's like they're equally yoked. It's just a non-existent thing. They don't exist. You're going to have to sacrifice for others. Every, and you want to be a leader of your household, it's not always the man, it's oftentimes the woman. It's whoever goes deepest in the spirit of glory and sacrifices their brain, their human nature, to live in the mind of Christ. And you're the priest of your family. And later on, they'll be grateful. At first, they don't understand. At first, they say, you're being mean, you're not being loving, not respectable. Every accusation the fallen manipulative angels have will come voicing through their evil spirit-filled hearts because they're in darkness, they're wounded. Every person that serves God in the glory has seven demons cast out of the seven principalities of this world. And if you're approaching the throne of grace, it will manifest in your life and everyone's life around you. You need to understand that and get fortitude so that you can make it and not grow weary in well-doing when you're opposed by the persons of the wicked. And they are manipulative. This is a cunning serpent. You do not understand how cunning the serpent is in the garden. Very few do. It's not like, oh, I've been refined. You know, I had a little touch from heaven. I, I got slain in the spirit. I was drunk in the spirit for a weekend at a conference. You have no idea. You could be drunk in the spirit for 11 years and barely touch the tip of the iceberg. This thing is sacrificial beyond human comprehension. Sacrificial beyond the brain's comprehension. The brain will never understand. The brain will resist. My brain has never understood. My brain has resisted every step of the way for 20 years. I just know the spirit's the truth and every man is a liar. I will trust Christ in my spirit and I will doubt my own eyes. I will doubt my ears. I will doubt my five physical senses. I will doubt the flesh of the carnal mind and I will follow the river of life in my spirit. You have to have that fortitude or you will disqualify yourself from the priesthood and you'll never walk with Christ. We have seen it so many thousands of times of people just get led astray by the temptations of their five physical senses to be reasonable. Don't be a real disciple. Be a Laodicean Christian. Be lukewarm. Your spouse is going to divorce you if you go any different. I've heard that dozens of times where the spouse that has, is full of the seven demons like Mary Magdalene says, if you donate one more time to Red Letter Ministries, I will divorce you. I've heard that two dozen times in the last ten years. You have no idea the price you pay against hell when you go after the glory of God. And people are like, I don't know why a thousand people are watching this. Find a thousand people that will have the seven mountains cast out of their spirit. And then we'll see why. Almost nobody is willing to sacrifice everything in the world to serve God the Father in His glory. 
in Jesus' day, only John on Patmos did. And not a single other apostle in the entire first century. And you're looking for a thousand people. You'd be lucky to find ten on planet Earth in this generation. Get a life. <laughs> you need to understand the sacrifice to serve the living God in the glory. If we even have ten people that walk in what John walked in, this world will shake. This world will be consumed with unquenchable fire. And I'm not there yet, but I'm getting there. I'm, I can see it. I'm going after this. I know this is where we're going with the Sons of God company here. We're going after what John walked on in Patmos. No compromise. No sin. No lust of the eyes. No lust of the flesh. No pride of life. A pure and spotless lamb that has been slain on the midst of the throne. Don't you want to be counted with that number? The Sons of God. The Sons of Thunder. With lightning coming out of the palms of their hands with not a drop of carnality in their spirit, nothing of this world influencing them whatsoever, completely crucified. Overcomers, operating in the nine overcomers' gifts of Revelation 2 and 3. It is far more severe and thunderous than you could ever imagine. Just even the thought of you today, considering what I'm saying to you, scares the enemy to death. The fact that a few of you will actually go through with it will change the world. You are history makers. You will change civilization. It doesn't matter what your last name is. It doesn't matter what your education is. It matters that you come willing to be clay in the potter's hands. It's the wine of the Father that transforms the world. And He saved the best wine for last. This wine will confront every single spirit working in every human heart. King and general, horse and rider, rich and poor, and the hearts of all humanity will be cleansed by this best wine reserved for this last generation. In the name of Jesus Christ. We love you guys. Be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.